0: The dog days of summer are here for the 2023 summer season. ESP had to sit around the layoffs, there is drama with the Buffalo Bills, and will the New York Jets appear in HBO's Hard Knocks? I definitely have thoughts on these topics. But first. Let us begin. Cheers, everybody. Welcome to Bruce Still. I'm here with Brandon, and for this episode of Stilled, I'll be talking about the recent layoffs over at ESPN and some NFL drama for Dog Days of Summer. We are now in the month of July, the hottest month of the year, along with August, as we're now into Dog Days of Summer. But also, there's been a lot of drama going on lately at ESPN and also in the NFL, with layoffs over at ESPN and also some player disputes and also hard knocks drama in the NFL, just a time for Dog Days of Summer in the NFL offseason. First, though, let's go to beer pairing for this steps of the Stilled, and this beer is called Cork. Kami Berry Sour Ale from Annabi Beer Company, West Sacramento, California. This raspberry sour ale from Annabi Beer Company, West Sacramento, brings the flavors of blueberry, raspberry, and vanilla just in time for the summer season. It comes in a very nice dark color red for a nice presentation. This beer is also flavored with berry flavors going well with the vanilla. This sour ale is inspired by the Korokami Dragon legend who served as a symbol of changing seasons. And speaking of change, there's a lot of change going on in right the ESPN, pan, which we'll talk about later. Korokami Berry Sour Ale also pairs well with any meal making this beer perfect for any summer barbecue. This and sour ale comes with an ABV 4.2% and I have the beer with you right now it's, upon tasting that really do taste of flavors in this with the berry and the vanilla the balance is perfect the flavor is great and the presentation is also fantastic it definitely looks like birthday punch but it's also an excellent berry sour ale and definitely check that out Korkami Berry Sour Ale from Anibi Beer Company in West Sacramento California who also shares a space with Jack Rabbit Brewing Company as they're both in the same building an amazing craft beer Beer for the summer season. Yeah, I've tasted it again, and I love the flavor to it. I got into four-pack, just like any other anime beer does, and I'm definitely glad I did. Okay, so let's get into the main topic for this episode, and that is the recent layoffs over at ESPN. Now, ESPN did announce months ago they're going to be doing layoffs in order to save contracts and also money in their budgets in order to come to a very well-balanced budget for their fiscal future. But also, it does come at a very heavy cost, as 20 layoffs containing some of their best talent were like go from ESPN just recently. I got the list right here. Some of those people are Jeff Van Gundy, Jalen Rose, Keyshawn Johnson, Max Kellerman, and Susie Kolber, along with Matt Hasselbeck and Steve Young. This is a shocker. I mean, look at this list. Even Todd McShay's on the list. They just got let go from ESPN. They're part of the layoffs at ESPN because ESPN is trying to better balance their finances for the future, but it also does raise a lot of issues. There's a lot of controversy about these layoffs, and definitely, I don't agree with the list. I mean, I don't like when anyone loses their job. These are great people who did a lot of great service at ESPN. I remember watching them on TV for a long time especially Susie Colbert. She was on ESPN since I was in high school. That's how long she was there. I mean, this is a shocker because we all knew ESPN was going to have some very much painful cuts in their television division and it was also well known some major talent were going to be let go. But just seeing the reality of this really does make you think about why. Why did this happen and what is the future of ESPN? And also, what is the future for these people who got laid off? Will they land somewhere else and get other jobs with other networks? I definitely think they should, but will all of them do that? Or will they stay retired Hired, such as Matt Hasselbeck and Steve Young, who are retired from the NFL. I definitely do believe that Susie Kolber and Max Kellerman will find something else in television, most likely with other networks, but for the others, I just don't know right now in terms of what their future is, and uncertainty in television is very much a scary proposition. It's been said that Max Kellerman might end up at Fox to join Skip Bayless. For Susie Kolber, that there right now is a mystery, but I hope she lands somewhere else, because she deserves it. She's well accomplished, very talented, and any network would be lucky to have Susie Kolber, I under NFL sidelines. Going back to Max Kellerman joining Fox, I definitely do think that's a very strong possibility. I definitely do believe that Max Kellerman joining Skip Bayless in Undisputed will be a great idea and also a great show and also a great pairing for debating sports. I mean, Max Kellerman does have a history with Skip Bayless over at ESPN and then reuniting over at Fox Sports I definitely do think is a good idea for Max Kellerman assuming Fox Sports is indeed interested in signing Max Kellerman along with Skip Bayless who will have a lot to say if Max Kellerman does join Fox Sports. But right now we just don't know what's going to happen to all these people after being laid off from ESPN. It's a surprise, but also not a surprise, as we all knew these layoffs were coming. It was a mystery who those people would be, but right now it's no longer a mystery as you now know. And it's also very shocking at the same time. But also, what are my thoughts on this? Well, here's why I think about this. In television, no matter who you are, you are indeed replaceable. This has happened before, and it'll also happen again. I mean, television is a business, and a business has to be maintained, and that does include layoffs, which are done for variable reasons. But also, there's also up and coming talent, and, if a network wants an up-and-coming talent, they're going to find a way to do it, and make necessary moves to do so, just as signing Pat McAfee to join ESPN. Now, there has been speculation that the recent sign of Pat McAfee might have played a role in this whole situation by ESPN signing McAfee to join ESPN, and as a result, doing layoffs to make room for him and for his time slot when he joins ESPN. Now, for some reason, there's been some backlash against Pat McAfee over this, but it's not his fault. I mean, ESPN wanted Pat McAfee, and And in order to do that, they had to make some changes, which they did through layoffs. But Pat McAfee didn't make those layoffs. It was done by ESPN because they see the value in Pat McAfee and they want him to join ESPN to be part of their future, but also it wasn't the sole reason. We all knew that Disney wanted ESPN to make some cuts to get better financially solvent for the foreseeable future, and that included layoffs. I definitely do hope that Susie Colbert, Max Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson, and the others who were laid off definitely do find something else in television because they're talented and they deserve the best. For now though, that's my thoughts as ESPN layoffs, and we shall see if more do come, but I definitely do think the worst is over. But here's another lingering thought on this, and that is, what can we learn from the ESPN layoffs? And that's the same question as television, that is, no matter where you are, anyone is replaceable. No one is immune to this, and no matter where you go, there is your own version of Pat McAfee waiting in the wings to take your place once they get discovered. And maybe somewhere in your life, you are someone else's Pat McAfee. The cycle always finds a way to repeat itself. So here's what I think about this. Seeing that anyone is replaceable in their industry, the best course of action in my view is to always keep adapting and reinventing yourself, so that way, you're prepared for any changing situation in the event you have to change your course in life. I mean, look at it. Stephen A. Smith has a podcast, and he still works over at ESPN. This means, in my view, that Stephen A. probably knows that he could probably be laid off at ESPN someday, but it really will not affect him because he has a podcast. He's always reinventing himself, taking on new challenges, and always adapting to any changing situation as it comes. Let us all learn from Stephen A. Smith and adapt in our own environment so that way we are protected and also prepared for any change in situation that comes that could mean a new course in life. I definitely do think we could learn from the ESPN layoffs from this, and that is, always expect the unexpected, but when the unexpected does come, be prepared and when you're prepared, you're better off for the future. For the final question to have on this, that is, what is the future of ESPN? Will ESPN stay with Disney, or will Disney spin off ESPN to someone else by selling ESPN in the future? We don't know, but I definitely don't think that things look bright right now for ESPN. I mean, they had layoffs, just this year, they had them before, but also things are getting more expensive for ESPN, and I do wonder, is ESPN sustainable for the future as a sports network? And, if so, how will they make that happen? world's changing. Streaming is changing everything. We have the writer strike going right now, which has no end in sight, and there's also potential actor strike as well, which has been delayed for a time being. And right now, ESPN is coexisting right now in a changing world dominated by streaming and also even artificial intelligence. And I do wonder about this: Is ESPN prepared for the future in the long term? Plus, also, just ten years ago, ESPN was in 100 million homes. Today, it's now 70 to 75 million homes. So, ESPN lost a subscribers in the past 10 years, and because of that, they lost money. It's a fascinating question to ponder about because these layoffs are definitely not a good sign for the company. The next few years will be fascinating to see for ESPN in terms of how they adapt to a changing world, and also if they'll stay with Disney or get spun off to someone else. For now though, ESPN did their layoffs, they got Pat McAfee coming in, they have top talent still remaining with the network, but what does their future hold? Time will tell. For my next topic that does involve some NFL off-season drama. At the current moment, we are in a so-called dead period for the NFL, so it's been quiet in the NFL until training camp starts. But that doesn't mean there is drama in the NFL, as the NFL thrives on drama. There's always drama in the NFL, and in a dead period of the summer for the NFL, in this case for dog days of summer, there is indeed drama going on in the NFL. Now it's been said down in Buffalo for the Buffalo Bills that the wide receiver Stephon Diggs is not happy with his role in the team, and it might be causing issues with the Buffalo Bills locker room that they could probably come back to haunt him later in the season. When it starts in the fall. This does make me wonder will the Buffalo Bills implode in a 2023 NFL season? It's not likely, they got a good roster, a great coach, and a really good system in place. But could a Stefan Diggs drama become more of a liability rather than an asset for the Buffalo Bills in a 2023 NFL season? Well, right now that could probably be the case because there's drama in Buffalo, we just don't know how bad it is. The Buffalo Bills have been downplaying it by saying it's not that bad, That Stefan Diggs is indeed happy with the team, but also it just seems there's more to it to meet the and also doesn't see the whole story being told. It has been said like I mentioned earlier that Stefan Diggs isn't happy with his role in the team and he wants a better say at the play calling and also the offense for the Buffalo Bills. Will that happen? We just don't know. But also the Buffalo Bills have been working out backup wide receiver by name of Trent Sherfield, who could be a very valuable asset for Buffalo Bills in terms of wide receiver. Could Trent Sherfield be their next great wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills in the event they do need his services for a 2023 NFL season? We will not know until the season starts on how Trent Sherfield will do for Buffalo Bills, and if the Stephon Diggs drama will be resolved by the time the season starts. But I definitely do not think Stefan Diggs is going anywhere but the Buffalo Bills, he'll play for Buffalo this season. But, we just don't know right now how the locker room chemistry will be in a 2023 NFL season and if Stephon Diggs will cause some problems for the Buffalo Bills locker room which will be a major issue for the season when it starts in September. For my other NFL story, there is the one involving HBO's Hard Knocks, which in this year NFL teams do not want to go on Hard Knocks this year. The one team that might end up going on though, whether they like it or not, are the New York Jets. The New York Jets right now are the leading contender right now to go on HBO's Hard Knocks, the documentary series in HBO, which probably... Files NFL team during training camp end the summer. Right now the New York Jets are seen as eligible. They don't want to do it, but they might be forced to. Because the NFL might force them to go in hard knocks with the New York Jets like it or not. Now here's one thing about the New York Jets. They have Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. So swinging Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets and hard knocks, in my view, is great content. I love the idea about the New York Jets going to hard knocks with Aaron Rodgers. It's a new chapter for the New York Jets and a new chapter for Aaron Rodgers with the New York Jets having Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback just in time for 2023 NFL season. So seeing that preview in HBO's Hard Knocks, in my view, is a great idea. Even the New York Jets don't see it that way. The house is going to get resolved? I think in the end, the NFL is going to say to the New York Jets, they have to go in HBO's Hard Knocks, whether they like it or not. Which should be for maybe 5 or 6 episodes? I think maybe 6. Maybe 5? But definitely will not be that long for the New York Jets to go in HBO's Hard Knocks. I don't think it's going to be a bad thing for them, despite the fact that many say it'll be a bad thing for New York Jets, such as a distraction. But team always get filmed in training camp, so I definitely don't think it's be a bad idea for the New York Jets to go on HBO's Hard Knocks. It's definitely going to be more intimate and more behind the scenes. I definitely don't see it as a distraction for the New York Jets, because here's another way to look at it. They're in a city of New York. There's a lot of news coverage and media coverage in New York. The New York Jets get a lot of media coverage in New York, so Hard Knocks, in my view, is just a walk in the park. And also, they are in the AFC East, which is going to be, in my view, probably this year's it division in the NFL. I mean, look what's happened in New England, the Buffalo Bills, and the Miami Dolphins. The Buffalo Bills, the Dolphins, and the Patriots, and the Jets are in the same division known as the AFC East. It's going to be a wild division this year's NFL season. Three teams from that division could very well make the playoffs in the 2023 NFL season. There's a lot of storylines brewing. Aaron Rodgers is right out the main story in the AFC East. So, going to HBO's Hard Knocks, in my view, is inevitable and also necessary for New York Jets. If it's a distraction for them, in my view, that's your own damn fault. I mean, come on, focus on football, focus on what you're doing, and ignore the cameras like you do on game day in any NFL game. If the NFL wants the New York Jets to be HBO's Hard Knocks, the NFL will make that happen. And I definitely don't think it's going to have any negative impact on the New York Jets and their season in 2023. They definitely do stand a good chance of winning the AFC East with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. And I'll discuss more about Aaron Rodgers in just a few seconds. But to close out the New York Jets and the Hard Knocks drama, I think them going to Hard Knocks is indeed inevitable. And all this drama about them not wanting to go on the show will only just fade away into nothing. So going back to Aaron Rodgers, here's my main question Aaron Rodgers, right now, that is, he's been with the Jets now for a few months. He seems to like it. He has good chemistry with his coaches and his teammates. But here's a loomy question about Aaron Rodgers with the New York Jets, and that is, is it going to work for Aaron Rodgers in New York? Because right now, we are in the offseason. Training camp's going to start pretty soon, and all this honeymoon phase that Aaron Rodgers is going through right now is going to be far different in terms of what happens when the season starts in September. And also, can Aaron Rodgers win the Super Bowl with the New York Jets? I think so, but it will won't be easy. And also, here's another question I have. How long would Aaron Rodgers stay with the New York Jets and the NFL? This is most likely his final team in the NFL. Will he stay for one year, two years, or probably three years at the most? Will he even go longer than that? We don't know right now. Aaron Rodgers is a mystery, and he's also very fascinating as well, but we just don't know right now what's going inside Aaron Rodgers' head in terms of where he wants to go in his future after the 2023 NFL season, which hasn't even started yet. So I definitely do think how they do in this year's season is going to play a huge role in what he does after the season. Maybe they got to make the playoffs for Aaron Rodgers to consider staying with the Jets after the season, but I think right now it's a wild card. He could win the Super Bowl with the Jets and retire, go to the playoffs, and probably come back, or maybe just leave all together. We just don't know right now where he stands. I definitely do think the New York Jets taking Aaron Rodgers was a great decision, but also one that carries a lot of risk. So we just don't know right now what his future holds after 2023 NFL season because right now he's in the honeymoon phase in New York. He's having a great time, a great time with coaches and teammates, but soon the reality of the season will hit in September and how that goes could very well be the deciding factor on his future after this year's NFL season. We have a ways off, but also a storyline has emerged and we'll see that story unfold in this year's NFL season. So that are my thoughts about the ESPN layoffs, the drama with the Buffalo Bills, and current events with the New York Jets. For now though, that should do for me in this episode of Bruce Stilled. Please do tell your friends and family about this podcast and please rate this podcast on your desired podcast directory as feedback is always appreciated. Also do check out this podcast over on Instagram at Bruce Stilled Podcast over on Instagram. Do stay tuned for future guest interviews, NFL coverage, recaps of Secret Invasion, craft beer content, and more. Also, do just good craft beer, bourbon, whiskey on these hot summer months. I'm here, with Brandon. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next time. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. <laughs>